It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host. It's uh, Saturday afternoon, early evening here uh, online. And uh, I got to get get going here a little bit on some things uh, that I've been thinking about the last 24, 48 hours, uh, as well as uh, what just happened uh, at the uh, Moody Center in Austin, uh, Texas, uh, exercising some demons, in my opinion, uh, for home some home court demons uh, with a 36-point win over West Virginia. The Longhorns now go to 16-8 and eight on the year. Uh, it wasn't so much that they beat an eight and 15, I think, uh, uh, West Virginia team. It's how they did it. The Longhorns absolutely throttled them, not just in the first half, but in the second half too. Uh, it was complete and utter dominance uh, by the Longhorns. And like I said, I think it was exercising some demons. Dylan DeSue started off red hot in the first half. He was five for five at one point from three. Max Aismas lit fire too. So did Cyrese Hunter. Uh, the whole team uh, really having a good, a good day uh, today at the Moody Center. All right, uh, I want to go uh, and talk a little bit about uh, what's happening in Las Vegas. And I'm not talking uh, about or what just happened in Las Vegas. I'm not talking necessarily about the big game tomorrow between the 49ers and the Chiefs. Uh, everybody's going to be watching that. By the way, we are not going to have our regular Sunday night live stream like we do because uh, most people will be watching uh, the Super Bowl, of course. Uh, but I do want to say this. I, I, a couple things happened on Radio Row. And for those unfamiliar uh, with Radio Row, it's essentially where uh, a uh, where big name players get thrown through the gauntlet of of the radio, different radio stations around the country. Well, two people uh, that I saw in that uh, were very interesting. One was Chris Sims. Uh, Chris Sims hosts a radio show, also has has some stuff on uh, broadcast television as well. Uh, but he actually uh, was sitting there with uh, B. John Robinson at one point, and the two of them uh, were seen putting up a hook'em. Chris Sims uh, has not been uh, very outward about his uh, time at the University of Texas. It's been it was a mixed time for him, to be uh, fair and honest. Uh, back when back in the uh, uh, mid late '90s, early 2000s, he and Major Applewhite were going back and forth. And Sims has since graduated on, went on to uh, play uh, some time in the NFL and has become a uh, fairly important commentator in the NFL at this point in his career. Uh, and it's interesting to see uh, now, in my opinion, that uh, he is, uh, you know, ha had this acclaim, but he hasn't really said much about the University of Texas of late. Uh, so when I saw that photo of him and B. John Robinson, uh, both putting up the, the hook them together, it made me feel a little good. Uh, you know, it's not been something that he's nef necessarily worn on his sleeve. Uh, people that are close to him remember a time when, you know what, they lost to Colorado and he was getting 
death, death threats from various fans. Somebody put his cell phone number on a message board. It was maybe my first time uh, in this business realizing that things can go way too far on message boards uh, and with communities. Chris Sims was uh, a metaphor for what, how not to handle those sorts of situations. Not Chris Sims himself, but the people that cared so much about Texas football or thought they cared about Texas football, but were really more concerned with themselves, in my opinion. Uh, look, um, I, I don't. I wish nothing but Chris Sims nothing but the best. He was a exemplary teammate, in in my opinion, from what I hear behind the scenes. Uh, worked hard, et cetera, et cetera. Was he perfect? No, he wasn't perfect as a pro either. He's not perfect as a broadcaster. Uh, but I, I thought that that photo with him and Bijan was connecting two different eras of Longhorn football. Uh, both good guys, both elite national recruits coming out and chose the University of Texas from outside the state. Bijan from Tucson, Arizona, Chris Sims uh, from Ramapo, uh, New Jersey. Uh, and so I, I feel like that was a, a very uh, healthy uh, picture, I guess that emerged from Radio Row. The second uh, is Arch Manning, uh, and he is always the topic of conversation. And leave it to, after Steve Sarkeesian's press conference on Wednesday, leave it to the New York Post, you know, tabloid mag, a tabloid newspaper, to start stirring up the idea that that uh, Quinn Ewers uh, and Arch Manning are locked in a battle, and now that, that uh, Quinn Ewers is definitely going to be the starter, that somehow that means there's a change in plans uh, for Arch Manning. Well, Eli Manning, uh, Arch's uncle, uh, came out pretty strongly. If you haven't seen it or heard it, you should probably watch it. Uh, but the, the the reality of it is, is he echoed the sentiments we've been saying privately and publicly. Uh, he's echoed the sentiments that Arch Manning has put forward as well. He said, Eli basically said, look, he's there. He chose Texas because he wanted to go to Texas. And Eli used his own uh, background and upbringing as uh, the idea behind what's, you know, this idea of just because someone is ahead of you doesn't mean you necessarily transfer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You know, it's not, you know, add just everything else is all about starting and going quick in life. It's not necessarily that way. Uh, and Arch Manning is playing the long game. And I mentioned this on today on the message boards on On Texas Football. Everything about the Mannings is about the long game. They're looking for the next 20 years, not the next two years. Okay. Now they want to make sure that there's that that Arch is growing, becoming a better quarterback, getting stronger, going to be able to handle things uh, on a personal level and on a professional level. But you know, Eli Manning even said it. Look, I was I redshirted, then sat one year and then played three years. 
Okay. Now I'm not saying Arch Manning is going to play three years at Texas, but it's perfectly reasonable for him to have played a little bit this year. Then he's going to play a little bit more next year. And then he's going to take over it so long as Quinn uh, is, is healthy all of this coming year. So my point being that I keep seeing national publications try to stir the pot. And it could be the New York Post or Skip Bayless or whoever wants to do that. But anybody that you talk to that actually is in the know and actually knows the Manning family or has talked to him around the Texas football program, they understand that, yes, and, and, and Eli admitted this, yes, he wants to get on the field. He's a competitor. Of course he does. At the same time, he's not going to, you know, overstep and sit here and leave a, a program that he likes, a coach that he believes in, and Steve Sarkeesian, and his quarterback tutelage, and an offense that fits his style of play. All of those things combined uh, make all this chatter kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to say depressing, but uh, disappointing. Uh, from some folks that I think are trying to make a story into what it's not. And here I am on a Saturday afternoon reacting to it at some level, right? Uh, but I want to make sure that, that Texas fans are aware that Arch Manning's here. Uh, and I don't think he's going anywhere. And for us to continue to see, uh, I don't know, thumbnails on a, a video saying, where is Arch going to transfer to? Or a, a clickbait headline from someplace like the New York Post. Uh, it, it just uh, it's disappointing, especially in a time. And I, I want to say this, it's playing on fans fears, especially in a time where the transfer portal is so open. I mean, people do transfer. It is realistic for guys to go different places, but you don't, you know, cause a five alarm fire just because you think there should be smoke. I mean, you don't you don't ring that bell. And so I think that given the college football, the state of college football and what it's in with the transfer portal, it's exacerbating some of these issues as it relates to, uh, as it relates to uh, him and Arch Manning and what have you. Uh, but I am happy uh, that, uh, that at least Eli came out and said what he said, because it's yet another voice that we've heard that continues to echo the same thing over and over. And I think that people are going to have to understand that Yes, the transfer portal is meaningful and people will move. It doesn't mean that it applies to everyone in every situation. Uh, for example, Jalen Milrow was the Heisman, was a Heisman candidate this year at Alabama. He doesn't necessarily fit Kalen DeBoer's offense, but he didn't go into the portal. Now, guys that, that want to catch balls, Amari Nyblack and Isaiah Bond did. They may be situated differently. So just because there is a opportunity for the portal doesn't mean people necessarily are going to take it. I say that because I think that kind of plays into what I'm talking about and where we're at now with Chip Kelly leaving Ohio, uh, leaving uh, UCLA as head coach and going to Ohio State. That means that UCLA is going to have a batch of players that can jump into the portal. Who are they going to even hire for the head coach? It also deals with uh, the guys at Michigan. Uh, we've mentioned this before, but uh, earlier today, not only did their defensive line coach end up uh, joining Jim Harbaugh, with the Los Angeles Chargers, but now their defensive secondary coach has joined Jim Harbaugh with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. So it's going to be a whole new defensive staff uh, for Michigan, which means what goes on there uh, as it relates to the transfer portal. We'll see. Some guys will leave. Some guys will stay. It all depends on their personal fit and what they're trying to get out. Don't 
And, and this don't presume we shouldn't be presumptuous that one or the other is going to happen. We have to wait and see, because guess what? The Arch Mannings, the Jalen Milrows are different than some guys who, the, the guys in Arizona, they may, they stayed. They're going to be different. And so you can't say one way or the other. And I hate to see uh, things happen with Arch Manning. And I, and I want to tr try to tie this together. Chris Sims and Arch Manning are both, the, are the two probably, not the two highest recruited quarterbacks in the history of the University of Texas, because Vince Young would be in that con consideration. He was the number one overall player in the country, as were Chris Sims and um, Arch Manning, in my opinion. Um, but both of those guys have immense pressure because they're out of state and they have such high expectations on them. And they're coming to the state of Texas, which is this football rich state. I don't want to see Texas fans rip or not, not that he doesn't, he won't have a bad game or whatever. I don't want it to be this uh, cautionary tale. Like I think it has been for Chris Sims to some degree. And I say all of that to mix it all around. Some people might actually attach Arch Manning's name to wanting to transfer that are Texas fans and don't do that. Uh, uh, take a guy at his word and, and what he means. All right. Congrats to, again to the basketball team. That'll do it for this afternoon. Uh, tomorrow morning, Jerry and Hamilton and I are going to try to go over what he's calling the 10 most wanted recruits for 2020, 2025, the class of 2025. Uh, but that'll actually start really processing here in the next uh, week, in the next couple of months as they bring in official visitors or visitors, excuse me, in March and then official visitors over the summer as well. All right, uh, for myself, Bobby Burton, this has been a quick update on Texas football. Hook them.